Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It's been kind of a tense week. I won't say it's been a good week, but it's not been a bad one. Here in my hometown, there was what is called another mass shooting. In other words, by the government's definition, if four people are killed, it's a mass shooting. That's a terrible thing, those lives that were lost, because there was a fifth life lost also, that of the shooter. Now, I know many people will say that doesn't matter and doesn't care. But as I look at this stuff and think about it, it's made me think about some things today. There are more than four people killed in many of our towns today, but because they're killed in separate incidents on a particular day, they don't report them as mass shootings because that doesn't meet their agenda. Their agenda of if we just get rid of the guns, everything will be okay. That is the most naive thing I've ever heard of in my life. I told a young man when I was eating breakfast this last Friday morning with my accountability group, I asked him, I said, have you ever seen an AR-15 jump up and start firing? Did you ever see a handgun jump up and start firing? Had he ever seen a car just run into somebody without a driver in it and mow over a bunch of people? Did you ever see anybody blow up something without somebody making the apparatus which blew things up. And he looked at me like, why are you asking that? And I said, I'm asking that because we talk about gun violence. Now, we could label it any other thing, and to me, it's not gun violence. Yes, a gun was the means to perpetrate the violence, but if we look every day across the world and across America, and I'm really focused on America, we find violence being carried out from spousal abuse to child abuse to murders in the street with guns, and those things do not cause the violence. If it's sexual violence or domestic violence, it is the person that commits the violence. They may use their fist. They may pick up something and use it, but it is the person that tapes the object and makes the violence. And so I'm kind of tired of hearing about gun violence. I'm also tired of hearing about every time someone's killed with a gun that let's get rid of the guns because the guns are only part of the problem. I realize if they were not available, then as many people possibly might not be killed, although there are some people that can fire and reload a six-shooter just as quickly and kill a good many people. So the issue's not about the choice of how people choose to let their anger out. It is the fact that there are many angry people today. And why are they so angry? Why are they so intent on taking out that anger against other people? I am grateful for one thing. I've been an angry person in my life. But by God's grace, I have never taken that anger out on another person in a violent physical way that caused them anything besides emotional harm, and that was bad enough. But at least they could get over that, and it did not kill them. I'm not proud of that. I'm not happy with that. And I also praise God that I've gotten past a lot of that. But it seems a lot of people can't get over that today. So I want to remind you today that it's human violence. And I think the reason that we have all this human violence is because we disregard the fact that we as humans are responsible for our choices. I'm amazed when it comes to climate change or things like that or COVID lockdown that those in the government and those in the know and the media and all the celebrities that, of course, know more than all of us average people do, 
because after all they have money and lavish lifestyles and that has enhanced their brain to the point that they understand things more than us common people that we should lock down wear masks and do all of these things and yet a lot of those things didn't help in fact in many cases it made it worse but they don't want to believe the fact that we as human beings tend to be very selfish and look out for ourselves and i believe that the greatest disease right now is selfism i mean just think about the craze and it's still going on of selfies we got to take a picture of ourselves and look at it. And some of us, and some would even say me, would like to just listen to themselves talk. And that's not why I'm making this podcast. But we have a weatherman that I swear, when I hear him, it just makes me think he wants to hear himself talk, though he says he's keeping everybody safe. But recently, he was talking about something that wasn't even in his viewing area. How is that keeping anybody safe? because the danger was in an area that those people couldn't view his broadcast. You know, we have to wake up to the fact that just in our own town in this last shooting, it was all about the person getting his need met, his need for whatever it was he was seeking that he thought the doctor owed him or should give him or was responsible for. And so he left a note that said that's why he went to kill him, because he deserve to be out of pain. Now, you know that's a lot of problems with a lot of people, and it's not just about pain. They either deserve to be out of pain, they deserve to be out of poverty, they deserve to have things that they've not worked for and someone else has, but they've kept it from them because somehow they've been told that everything has been kept from them because someone else was keeping it from them. You know, we've suffered this problem ever since the beginning of time because that was the problem with Adam and Eve taking the apple. And I know some of you don't believe in God and Christ, and that's okay. But just hear me out to the end. And he said, God's holding out on you. So they said, oh, God's holding out. Let's take this. And we know how, what happened from that. Well, that's what happened today. We have this selfism that everybody's holding out on us. And I want to tell you that we've forgotten a couple of things. And those things are that God, and I know again, not all of you believe in God, but I think if we would follow this pattern, whether we believe there was an eternity or not, or we believe there was a way out or not, if we would simply start following the pattern of these two statements I'm going to give you, there would be a lot less violence in the world, and there would be a lot more giving in the world. If we just did these two things, and the first is that we should look to the interest of others more than our own. Think about that. If we everybody was looking to the interest of others above their own, others would have their interests met. It's like I tell young couples sometimes, and I've not always done this in my marriage, and, and my wife will tell you that, and she's done it better than I have, but if I try to meet all of her needs and I do a good job of it, what does she need to do? She has her needs met, so what's she free to do? She's free to meet my needs. And then my needs get met. Now think about that. If we're all looking towards the needs of others more highly than our own, looking to their interest, wouldn't that stop a lot of this selfishness? And then the other thing that I'd like you to think about that is in Scripture again, that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Well, what does that mean? That means to think that we're more deserving than someone else. That's to think that what we need 
is more important in the moment maybe than what someone else needs. And if we truly looked at it, we would find that maybe we could do without it. Or maybe we could wait instead of trying to run over people because of our need being the first priority. Because that ties into the first one. If we look at the needs of others and they're relieved and we look at them more highly than us, then they can look at us in a higher position. That's what it's about, is looking out for each other, not trying to climb over each other. And some of that has been brought on because we're no longer a society in America that produces stuff. Did you know our economy would collapse absolutely if we weren't out buying stuff all the time? Why do you think they make things that fall apart today, not like it was when I was a kid, that they lasted forever? Because we have to keep producing more and more and more. And when is enough enough? I look at my own closet, and I got clothes recently and got rid of them because I don't need that much. And I'm sure if a lot of people in America looked at that, do we really need three TVs in the house? Really? Do we really need four or five, one in every bathroom and one in every bedroom and one in the living room that's 85 inches across to watch 500 channels that we can only watch one at a time? Do we see how ludicrous this is? So I really want you to think about, as I've gone through this week and all these families have suffered such horrific pain because of the loss of their loved one due to somebody's selfishness, and I don't know what the reason was, and I don't want to judge that person because that person was a soul created by God, at least in my eyes, just like everyone else. But I wonder if we would just start thinking a little less of self and a little more of others, and we would look to the interest of others more than our own, how much better would the world be? Blessing, protection, and favor as you go through the next week.